You're listening to Growing Up 80s, Episode 5, Frogger. Frogger. Hey, Darren, we're doing Frogger today. That was your choice. That was my choice. 1981, originally developed by Konami and distributed by Sega and Gremlin, uh, at least here in North America. Mm, okay. Yeah, so... I've always said Konami. Konami. And I said Konami? Yeah, you did, but that's yeah. okay. Okay. I'm not going to change now, probably. Not no, because I don't want to. Yeah. I want to say it right, but in my head, all these years, well, it's been Konami. Yeah, and I don't even know if Konami is right either. Konami, Konami. Yeah. Potato, potato. Potato. Fruger, frogger. <laughs> Fru- <laughs> Can we say Frogger a different way? Fro- Froger. Froger. <laughs> so they say it in France. That's right. Or in Quebec. C'est moi, Frogger, croix, croix, la célèbre grenouille des jeux vidéo. Aidez-moi à rentrer chez moi, croix. Oh là là, ces voitures. Ce boa, c'est crocodile. <laughs> Bien joué, croix. So are you familiar with the killer list of video games? Oh yeah, Klov.com. See, I pronounce it Klov. Klov, eh? Yeah, Klov. Wow. I have to do Klov. That sounds Klingon. Well, and it sounds like KTEL and all that kind of stuff. That's true. The Kmart era. KTEL. K-Love. <laughs> Very nice. Well, the killer list of video games aggregates opinions and rankings from a lot of its members. And so on the killer list of video games website, Frogger scores a 71% uh, popularity on, hmm. on the scale. That's like how desirable the game is. Um, and it also scores very high for like, I like to play this game and originality. Yeah, it it's definitely an original game. Yeah. But you know, it's never... It's never been compelling to me in the same way most games back then. There's an element of role-playing, of excitement that I want to be that guy in the spaceship. Driving the race car. Driving the race car. Even Donkey Kong. Yeah. like Rescuing the fair maiden. Rescuing the fair maiden from the great big gorilla. Yeah. Even Pac-Man trapped in a maze with these crazy monsters. Well, it's like you were in the computer or something when you yeah. were Pac-Man, right? Yeah, it was kind of surreal or something. Yeah. But being a frog... <laughs> yeah, I get try to, I totally understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it just didn't capture me. It's not like I hate the game or anything. No. You know, it's, it's a fun game to play and everything. It just didn't capture my imagination. Yeah, it's not the kind of game... That when you can't be in the arcade playing, when you're in the playground at recess, that you're going to role play Frogger with your yeah, friends. Yeah, Well, don't you wish we were all frogs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is an original game. And I suppose that kind of goes along with the fact that it was, you know, kind of this first-ish wave of video games. Like, everything was new and everything was the first time this kind of thing was happening. And yeah. So everything was original in that sense, right? Yeah, so so why why did you choose Frogger out of all the games we could be talking about? Oh yeah, like we could be playing, like there's tons of, of fun video games to be playing. I just happen to have access to Frogger on my machine right here, yeah. and it's something that I remember playing as a kid, and it's easy to get into, it's easy to show my boys, my, mm-hmm. my young sons how to play. Yeah. It's just a good, nice, solid game. It's a fun game that just about anybody can play. When friends come over to the house... Anyone can sit down and play a game of Frogger. 
mom can sit down and play a game of Frogger and get in and on the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair enough. So, do you care about things like there's two Z80 processors in there? Well, I, I am totally interested in Z80. So, is there one running the sound? It was typical on starting in the early 80s, it was typical that an arcade game would have two processors. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even one would be a 6502 and one would be a Z80. Z80. And one was dedicated to running sound and the other was dedicated to running all the game logic and graphics. And that was very common split. Okay. It looks like Frogger's like that too. Thank you for that. Anytime. Can you picture the Frogger cabinet in your mind's eye? I can imagine this tall frog, like he's 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 an upright frog. Yeah. Leaping. Yes. Holding a briefcase. Yes. Was that actually on the cabinet or was that like the home version art? I or believe something? it's on the marquee. I don't know if he's necessarily a bipedal frog, <laughs> he, but he's definitely jumping away and he's got his briefcase in hand, but he's also got a red tie. He does have a tie around his neck. Yeah. So they're further explain it's like he's done work for the day. Or and maybe he's, he's late for work and he's rushing to get to work. Well, but they've they've so firmly established oh, yeah, that it's right. home, that that's he's right. getting to the home. It is home. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's why I think... Take it easy, man. Wait for the traffic to die down then. What's the hurry? <laughs> so is this part of... We're talking about the problem of identifying with the frog and everything. Is this how they... Maybe. You know what, guys? We got a problem... People just don't care about being this frog. Yes. Let's gotta... make him a businessman. Give him a tie and a suit, and then he'll relate to... Oh, I get that. I'm just trying to get home, and it's the traffic that I have to deal yeah. with. Poor frog has to deal with it, too. Yeah. And he's got to pick up his wife on the way home sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. One of his wives. But there's actually five frogs, aren't there? When you... That's true. So we're, we're not really talking about... The, the game is so confused, isn't it? It it's is, like, really. It's like, you can't just go, this guy is Frogger. No, there's at least five of well, them. And here's the thing. It's not even totally established that you're playing as some frog named Frogger. Maybe yeah. you're just a frog and the game is called Frogger. Well, yeah. 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 I th- well, I think it must be because there's a whole bunch of frogs. That's right. Like... Once you get a frog home, like he stays there. You can see him smiling, right? Yeah. So you must be a different frog. Obviously. But you don't lose one of your frogs. You can only suffer so many frog deaths, but there's actually like an unlimited number of frogs. You want to hear something really crazy from the operator's manual? Yeah. You can have a three frog game. Yeah. You can have a five frog game. You can have a seven frog game. Wow. Or... You could have a 256 frog game. Wasn't that great? That would probably last a long time. That'd be a lot of frogs. It would probably get really frustrating. Like once you've got past frog nine or something like that, you're probably at the point where you just can't do any better and you just keep on dying. Yeah. It's just, man, I wish the game was over actually. Yeah. When I've gotten up to level five, if we can call it board five or whatever, it gets really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. No free play. So maybe that was kind of like the... That's 255 lives, though. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Yes. That was some kind of compromise. Maybe they found too hard to to work unlimited mode in. Anyway. Yeah, who knows? But can you picture, like, the big wood grain panels down the side? Like, this was uh, a cabinet that didn't have fantastic side art. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't. A lot of cabinets back in the day had great side art. 
Yeah. Not Frogger, just wood paneling, kind of like a Miss Pac-Man uh, cabaret cabinet or something like that. I was. Oh, so you're saying it has no art on the sides? No, no side art. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that's why I was wondering, is that big frog, you know, how he's talking about he's, he's leaping very yeah. up. He, he looks like a bipedal frog, <laughs> even if he's not. Yep. And you know what? I think there probably were cabinets that had some side art. But like when you look in the flyers and stuff, like the classic Frogger cabinet has the wood grain on the side. He's got the nice marquee at the top with the frog. It's got the tire that the frog is jumping out from just underneath. And then down the side, yeah, down the side across the the bezel and the control panel is the tire track. This image in my How to Play Video Games does have the, the leaping frog. It does. I was suggesting that he is a... A upright frog. (laughs) Some uh, some frog that just walks on his hind legs. Yeah, because there he is with his briefcase. And yeah. We should include a few different pictures in the show notes of the various Frogger cabinets. Mm -hmm. That is interesting about the tire track going down the side. Yeah. Right through. (laughs) It's kind of neat because when you look at it, it, there's that tire track and you just follow it up and there's that tire going almost squishing that frog or Frogger (laughs) as he leaps away with his tie and briefcase on his way home. And you know where that tie eventually ended up? No. Donkey Kong Jr. got it when he became Donkey Kong. He stole it from Frogger. There you go. I just made that up. Yeah. (laughs) A simple four-way joystick control. No buttons except for like the the player start button. The one or two player button. Yeah, exactly. Which, um, you know, Pac-Man, another classic game. No buttons. Cubert. Cubert. Fantastic. I love Qbert. Of course, that's diagonals, but diagonals, still just the same the four, four-way. Yeah. When I was in uh, Toronto earlier this year and I was at um, the Tilt Arcade Bar, mm, yeah. um, I got the top score on the Qbert machine there and I just had a really good time playing Qbert. It was, it's like, wow, I really do like this game a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't play it at home right now. I'm sorry, I just noticed what you have in your hands right now, and I'm excited. We okay. could do a podcast on this thing, probably. Just on this book. I am holding a book by the editors of Consumer Guide, Yes, How to Win at Video Games, and it's a big spiral-bound book with a blue, I don't know, blue cover, red and yellow text, and it's featuring the latest video game strategies and tips for... Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Kicks, yes. Tempest, and all these. And it has these bizarre images of the games, yeah, which were mostly hand-drawn. The, the weirdest one to me is that Pac-Man is pixelated at a way higher resolution than actual Pac-Man, who oh, I think yeah. is 16 by 16 yes. or something. And he's got like about 100 pixels on him, you know. I'm very excited because I remember this book and we were talking a few months ago and I was telling you about this book that I had and you said, oh, I've got this book and I still have it. It's the Consumer's Guide to How to Win at Video Games. Yeah. And here it is in my basement right now. Here I have it. I'm going to flip through that later. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It does have more strategy sections on other arcade games, but it does have a Frogger section as oh, one page right on Frogger. On. Because I think Frogger was almost like a second wave. Anyway, I was reading this because, Darren, mm-hmm. I wanted some top strategy tips on Frogger. Okay. I haven't played a lot of Frogger. No, we played a couple weeks ago when you were over. Yeah, Like yeah. one game. I've played it over the years, sure. but I've never been a total Frogger fan yeah. or whatever. But, you know, you, you want to choose it. So I thought, since you have this cocktail cabinet down here in the mm-hmm. basement, I thought I would challenge you... 
to ah. a little Frogger tournament. Yes. We'll play some two-player games. I, I'm suggesting we play three games of Frogger. Okay. And, you know, whoever gets the highest score in any individual game wins yeah. that round. Okay. You know, just like a best of three. Three head-to-head matches. Three head-to-head matches. Whoever takes the two of them. At least two. Is the champion is tonight. Is the Frogger champion tonight. Are you on for it? Yes, let's do it now. Right on. Here we go. Get in a, get in a practice game. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm scared. I think that you might beat me. Well, you know what? I think you've always been better at video games than me. In general, but you have had this here, and you have been practicing on this, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I would, Not it, a lot, like, in the last couple of weeks, but I was okay. into Frogger, and I got my score, and I think that I'm going to best 10,000 tonight. Good. That's my goal, to yeah. best 10,000 in a game tonight. Yeah. So, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. Two-player. Two-player Frogger. Game number one. Joysticks not in order. Oh, and I didn't get off to a good start either. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, 43, that's pretty good. Now uh, the first one should be getting close to 50 seconds bonus. Lame. There's a start. Lame. Lame. up my long time strategy though recently uh-huh. so I'm not in like a frogger groove okay I've been rushing things like I did play a bunch this afternoon like a yep. bunch as in like maybe a half dozen games good just trying to work out the risk reward on speed versus getting the lady frog right well, it's the lady frog is worth twenty seconds. Yep. So and you just got twenty nine seconds on the clock getting the lady frog there. If you're doing well with a speed run, you can have forty one seconds on the clock. Right. Oh, get out! No lady frogs for me today. Nope. There's one coming. feel like I'm not looking where I should be looking where I'm playing. Mm. Yeah. All out of sorts. Oh yeah. But you know what? You're not used to playing on this at all. No, I know so. this this is there's a lot of travel in this joystick, which I'm finding disconcerting. You know what? You got the bonus though, you got like a really good oh what am I doing? I'm talking while I'm playing. Yeah. This is about winning. That's right. Yeah, you fell for oh, it too. This is a bad frogger. Good job. Ooh. Ah! What? Did I really jump at the end of the lock there? Guess I must have. Frogger is a odd game that way sometimes. Yeah. It does things that don't seem fair. Go away, alligator L. Oh, and of course it's an alligator that comes up. That was a crappy game. I think you've already won. Wow. Yep, you have. Robin gets the first. The first game goes to me. 
you can die now. Yeah, I can just give up, should no, I? No, no. So, yeah. Oh, I, I did it again. So I owe me one by a hair. Something like 4590 to 4290 or 4290 and 46. Yeah, Wow, that was close. Robin ahead. Yeah. That's me. So, Darren, we got some special guests this episode. We do. We're really happy to have Retro Rob to share some of his thoughts about Frogger. So, let's drop in Rob now. In the summer of 1982, Racine's Quarry Lake Park was the place to be. A beautiful man-made dual-tiered beach edged by clear waters attracted families from all over southeastern Wisconsin to swim and frolic in the hot sun. On top of a hill overlooking all the summertime fun was, and I'm pretty sure still is, the building. And the building isn't really the focus of this ramble anyway. No, we're looking firmly at a weird little arcade machine sitting at the far left side of the foyer sometimes flanked by a Dig Dug or a Pac-Man game, but more than often, just sitting there alone. It's kind of an ugly thing. The sides are darkly paneled like a Pong machine from the mid-70s, or maybe those big heavy jukeboxes that seemed to be in every Italian restaurant in the area at the time. Running down the right side of the marquee was a tire track tracing its way past the glowing CRT and down to the control panel opposite a simple red ball joystick. Follow that tire track all the way back up to the marquee's flickering light and catch the name of one of gaming's longest-lived mascots, Frogger. The Quarry's Frogger machine was usually surrounded by a dedicated troop of early teens and preteens, of which I was just one of the rabble. I was good enough not to get heckled, but I seldom held the high score there. The control deck was prematurely worn due to the wet, sandy hands that handled it, and you had to press down really hard on the joystick to get Frogger to turn back so it's best just to plan ahead. After all these years, that bias still shows in my gameplay. Choose a path and follow it. Go forward, right, left, but no retreat. What was so appealing about Frogger anyway? If you think about it, Frogger is a dark kind of game, and it's completely different from others of the same time period. You're not a hero of any kind, just some poor frog hopping your way back home to safety while avoiding, while avoiding pretty much everything except logs. No gun. No bouncing on warp pads to escape. No power dots. Just hop. Hop fast before the timer runs out. It's really ridiculously easy to die. Duality of the game's playfield makes it all the more difficult. The bottom half of the screen sees your little green amphibian dodging cars, trucks, buses, and bulldozers, followed by just one moment of waterside safety before sending you on a harrowing run across rapids. Jumping from logs to turtlebacks, doing the exact opposite of what you did crossing the street, all while avoiding snakes and the deadly maw of a waiting alligator, always with that ridiculously short timer ticking away. If you get lucky, you might just catch a mate on the way, or maybe a fly. Either way, it's a pretty good time, but it's still strange. Let's go back to the quarry for just a second to close things up. That rundown Frogger arcade machine was around for years. At least it seemed like it. The 4th of July, birthday parties, or whatever was going down at the quarry, it was an unwise parent who didn't bring a couple bucks and quarters to feed that gaming beast. But of course, eventually summer would always end, and that lonely little frogger machine would sit dormant for the long Wisconsin winter. We would have to go somewhere else to get our frogger fix. Thanks, Atari. Ho ho, well, Darren. Yes. You know that it's time for excuses. 
when the guy who picks Frogger loses the first match. So let me tell you why I wasn't doing well. Uh Uh-huh. We just carried Frogger down into the basement from the sunroom. We did. Man, are my arms sore. (laughs) It was different, though. Like, move the cocktail somewhere different, and I was just not in the zone like I was. It's a different environment, yeah. And I I was out of sorts, too. The joystick... We really played poor games it was it was a bad game the the joystick has a lot of throw to it mm-hmm. and play on the cocktail cabinets weird because yeah. you're looking at this 45 degree angle at the screen and the joystick is pointing almost horizontally yeah it's just a very if you're different... not used to that yeah. it's way different and i am used to it now yeah those joysticks um i've cleaned them i've tried to get the gunk out of them but they're definitely not as snappy as they could be and yeah it just probably... feels like a lot of throw like on our old boss joysticks on yeah, the Commodore 64 right. yeah you're moving it's like it's not a little tick 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 yeah type thing it's yeah yeah so i felt okay I, I made some clumsy mistakes uh well both of us really jumping into the home position <sighs> yeah it wasn't good okay so let's talk let's do some podcasting and we'll do game two in a little bit yeah okay? we'll play after a bit read you what the owner's manual says about the game and feel free to interject whenever you want (laughs) okay frogger is a one or two player game in which players move their frog from the bottom to the top of the screen this is achieved by overcoming a number of hazards without getting run over or drowned i remember reading somewhere in the last week frogger is one of these early games that has like a million ways to die Certainly you can time out. You can get squished by a car or a truck. Yeah, hit a vehicle. You can fall into the water. Yeah. You can hit the crocodile's mouth. Yeah. You can get hit by that dog. The otter. The otter, sorry. Yes. <laughs> and I always thought it was a boot. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's a boot floating along. I always thought it was a dog. Okay, yeah. an otter. Yeah. Uh, the snake can get you. The snake can get you. And then you can collide with the side of the home. Yeah. You can be on one of the turtles that is sinking down. Oh, of course. Yeah. Although in a way that's just the same as drowning. Yeah. But yeah. You can scroll off the side of the screen and die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are a fair number of ways. There are a fair few ways of dying. So, yeah. Yeah, that's probably more than most. Like in in Pac-Man, I guess the only death is... Ghost. Death by ghost. Yeah, one of the monsters or ghosts getting you. Yeah. Donkey Kong has more deaths to sure. it well especially Fireballs, if you count all the different barrels, yeah if you count each of those is, yeah falling sometimes running into donkey Kong. yeah but not always yeah so yeah lots of ways to die in frogger but if, but at the same time it seems like a really simple game oh it's easy get your frog into the one of the frog bays up at the top yeah and don't die along the way yeah <laughs> you'll figure it out yeah Can we talk about the inconsistency of Frogger drowning? Don't frogs swim? Yeah. Can't can't they be underwater for quite a while? Yeah. Yeah. Can can they swim under the logs and the crocodiles and the otters and the turtles and just go home? It's kind of funny how they're so committed to this idea that they're like, ah, oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. And why does the frog have to go into the... I think I've read, maybe on the Atari 2600 manual, they're called slots or something in the the front or bays or the... Home in the arcade, home? it's called home, but yeah. Why aren't there lily pads there? Why not just have five lily pads at the top, land on the lily pad? Yeah. That's what frogs want to do, don't they? Land on the lily pad? Yeah, and, and that frogger is so, like, 
self-destructive that if he misses jumping into home, yeah. he just explodes, Ouch. basically. I jumped oh. into the hedge, or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. I jumped it, on the grass. It kills me. The first half of the screen, continuing from the owner's manual, yeah. is a bi-directional flow of traffic. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> what kind of crazy highway is this? Yeah, it's not like two lanes one way, three lanes the other. It's like interleaved, right? <laughs> yes, it's like, that's yeah, right. Yeah. It makes total sense. These people are going east and then west and then east, east and, and then, then west. west and then east. And by the way, we've got this... This lane that's dedicated. This is the bulldozer lane. This is the racing car lane. <laughs> so vehicles of a certain type can only head, drive one direction. Oh, yeah, that's you right. can never go back. Yeah. Players must avoid these vehicles. Frog can move safely within the flow of traffic to make their way to the second half of the screen, which consists of a river with fast moving logs and sinkable turtles. The sinkable turtles. <laughs> They're just sinking, I would imagine. Yeah. Yes. Frogs must hop on the back of the logs and the sinkable turtles to get to the home base at the top of the screen. Okay. And without wanting to pick apart the language used in the owner's manual, it's the back of the log that you're on. Okay. It's the back yeah. of your log. Yeah. It's the sinkable turtles. Well, you can jump on the non-sinkable turtles. That's that's right. Or the non-sinking turtles. Yeah. Or the diving turtles. Let's yeah, call I, them diving turtles. I always prefer calling them diving. Why do they just disappear sometimes? You yeah. Know, I remember that the first time it happened to me. Well, they're going underwater like turtles yeah. do. You know, turtles do that. But if if you sinkable. were sinkable, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're sinkable. Because when you, well, maybe when you jump on the turtle's back, you're just too heavy, and eventually he just blub blub blub. Yeah. So the wimpy, you're on the... Oh, except they're diving yeah, they even when diving. you're not. Yeah. yeah. Even when you're not on them. The wimpy turtles. I've got another book also called How to Win at Video Games. Yes. From around then. And I've also got one called How to Win Video Games. Oh, like, that's as if, by the Consumer's Guide too. Yeah. And it actually has a lot of the same content, but strangely, they drop the word at... Yeah. So it's like how to win video games, like free video games. And maybe this is where my mom got the idea that you could win video games. Did your mom do this too? Like well, you'd be playing something and your mom would say, yeah, did you, so did you win? Did you win? Yeah. No, you don't win video games. You always lose. Yeah. Well, I have three books here all called How to Win. So I think this is where our mothers got that idea. Yeah. They <laughs> and, just didn't get it. You can't win video games in 1981. Yeah. You play them. Yeah. And then you die. Yeah, isn't it funny that a game that you can't win is what we love the most, you know? Mm -hmm. and of course, that didn't make sense to our parents, who every kind of game, of course, there was a winner, whether it was sports or a board game. There's winners and there's losers. Yeah. Nope, not at video games, not when you go to the arcade. Everyone's a loser <laughs> Everyone's the a arcade. loser. You're just not as bad a loser. While we're talking about turtles, just in this book called How to Win at Video Games, A Complete guide mm. what a claim by george sullivan yes from 1982 well you know in 1982 it would probably be possible to have a complete guide to winning at video games i'm not convinced it's complete <laughs> but okay but it just shows how clueless this guy was about some of these games for example here's his description of turtles this okay. is how you're supposed to learn how to win turtles can change in color from red to green they also change in size <laughs> Beware of turtles that change to green and get smaller. A frog seeking to ride such a turtle will drown. Wow. Never talks about them diving or anything. They are changing color. They're just getting smaller. Yeah, I'm just getting smaller and changing <laughs> color. 
don't seek a ride on that kaya turtle, kids. You will drown. Good advice from Mr. What's-His-Name? <laughs> from George Sullivan. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Sullivan. At random times throughout the gameplay, a lady frog will appear on a log. Do you like how they're called lady frogs? Yeah, it's awesome how they're the lady. The official name is lady frog. Yeah, lady frog. Bonus points are scored. <laughs> If your frog successfully hops on the back of a lady frog and escorts her safely home. What does this imply? That lady frogs just appear in the frogger world. Yeah. You know, that you can just collect a lady <laughs> by either jumping on her or sometimes she will jump on you. Yeah, if that's you, right. If you, so I guess that's a little bit more equal opportunity. Yeah. And, but, oh, but the poor lady, she can't get home. So that's it. You're you're is rescuing it, her, but she, like she she's always she's always into being picked up, right? That's true. She never refuses well, you. Maybe that's your wife, or well, your girlfriend. Well, maybe it is, but it's funny that there's this idea in a video game where you will collect a lady and bring her home. It's like a treasure. It could have been a handbag or a piece of fruit. Yeah, a lady frog will do. So is she hopping on your back or like if you jump on her? There are two different ways that this can happen. Yeah. I don't know if you notice when you're playing. Sometimes Lady Frog is invisible. Have you ever jumped on a log on the log where Lady Frog should be? Yeah. She's not there. And then all of a sudden she shows up on you and she's white and red. Oh, I did have that happen. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal? I, I guess that's like a bug in the game or something yeah. where Lady Frog shows up, but she's, the colors are mixed up or the, she's just not being displayed properly, but she jumps over top of you like normally she would. And when she shows up on you, she's a different color. Yeah. She's so red she's, and white as opposed to kind of that uh, purpley, yeah, purple so Lady Frog. Purple, pink, whatever. And blue. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did know some red frog business going on there. Yep. So that's that's Invisible Lady Frog when she jumps on your back. To hitch a ride home. Yeah. So is that the idea, though, that Lady Frog's on Green Frog's back, on Man Frog's back? <laughs> I think so. I think that's yeah. how she catches now, a ride home. She, she doesn't slow you down at all. Nope. Nope. She's nope. just... She's just there. There. And she's worth some extra points, yep. you know, if you get her home. Bonus score. score. Yeah. Some 200 points. Lady Frog. Okay. Continuing. Who knew that it was going to take so long to go through the owner's manual? Yeah. A fly will also appear randomly in a home base. Bonus points can be scored if your frog hops in the home base when the fly is present. Yeah. So it's a nice bonus, but it is almost completely random because it hangs around for such a short time. Very short time. You can almost never skillfully get there. Yeah. We haven't talked yet about how froggers kind of like a maze, a dynamic mm, yeah, maze. That's right. Where... The, either you're weaving your way through the traffic or yeah. you're basically... Or it flips. Yeah. And you're riding the traffic, riding yeah. the, the yeah. log and so on. But your choices of movement are limited by those obstacles, but they're obstacles of death. Yes. I find that almost like a design flaw that the fly in the home lasts such a short time... A very short time, yeah. ...that you can be so close and yet you can almost never, with skill... Yeah grab it and i wonder if that's it kind of shares some of the logic that the crocodile or the alligator whatever it is that shows up in the home bay has because you don't want to have that there forever so maybe they had to just kind of because maybe they use the same code i'm guessing here they just kind of had to keep it a short amount of time so that that 
that crocodile wasn't blocking your way forever that was really maybe it's just a, like a balance kind of thing that they had to do yeah I, I guess so although i'd be surprised if it shared so much code like that you wouldn't just have a separate timer yeah for yeah. that aspect for for the fly but yeah, yeah i agree yeah. with you though yeah the it's nice when you get the fly but it's just like it's basically free bonus points. It really is bonus points that you don't deserve. And yeah, but yeah, I'll take them. Thank you very yeah. much. Very occasionally, there's a little strategy where you can try to wait a little bit longer, hoping the fly will appear. Yep. I guess that's interesting, but yep. yeah. I was looking through one of the uh, flyers. I guess these are the flyers that are sent out to arcade operators back in the day trying to sell the games. Yeah. And it implies that there was some um, bug action in the game that maybe didn't make it into the final version of Frogger here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the uh, Sega Gremlin flyer. Frogger keeps things hopping. So this is what it says in the in about halfway through. 200 bonus points are scored when Frogger catches and eats flying insects. Mm. Well, those aren't flying insects. But maybe this is just embellishing yeah, the embellishing idea of the flying thing. But it continues, the same sentence continues. And also, if he lands at home where a fly is buzzing. Okay. So it sounds like, reading this flyer, that there are two ways to get bonus points for insects. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe it was just a typo or yeah. just somebody who didn't quite understand what was going on. Or I wonder if they were planning on having like little flies going back and forth on yeah. the traffic that could be bonus points as well to kind of incentivize you. Well, just stay in this lane a little bit longer because there's some bonus points coming. Yeah. Or what if this is a new element in level six or seven that we've never seen? <laughs> ah, maybe, eh? I don't think so, You don't though. think so, yeah. Yeah, because I've, uh, I've watched through some Frogger trying to get some tips, some, some of these long plays and these pro Frogger players, yeah. and I've never seen it. Okay. Continuing along, sinking turtles also swiftly move across the river with the logs. Yeah, we talked about that. If a frog is unsuccessful in hopping on a turtle's back, the frog will sink and drown. Mm-hmm. Mm. And drowned. And drowned. Crocodiles, snakes, and otters also roam the moving river, waiting to eat frogs on their way up to the home base. <laughs> Players can hop on their backs except the snake. Oh yeah, and this is interesting too. Players can hop on their backs talking about the of what? turtles. Um I think it's talking about the crocodile snakes and otters. Can you jump on an otter? Well, that's what it seems to imply. Let me read the sentence before. It talks about the the crocodiles here. Yep. Crocodiles, snakes and otters also roam the moving river waiting to eat frogs on their way up to the home base. Players can hop on their backs except the snake whose touch is deadly, but they must avoid their open mouths. This is wrong on two counts. Yeah. Because I read that and I thought the same thing you did. I can jump on the otter's back and get a ride? Okay. Oh, I just died. Yeah. You can't. I didn't think so. But you can jump on the snake's back without dying immediately, as long as you're not on the snake's face or head. Mouth. So it just keeps slithering on. Yeah. But you're not taking a ride on it. You're not taking a ride. Yeah. But you don't automatically die just by jumping on the back of yeah. the snake either. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And and just to talk about that otter, it was kind of confusing, but it's basically, he just makes it so you can't be at the end of a log. Yes. Or maybe a turtle. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes shows up on the turtle. Yeah. 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 So you just have to, he, he'll 
grab you from the end of a log if you're near it. Were you going to say nibble you? He'll, he, I, I wasn't, but should I? <laughs> I don't know. Would you like that? Yeah. Okay. He'll nibble you. <laughs> <laughs> the frog must be lined up perfectly to enter one of the five home bases. Oh, yeah. It can be a real challenge. Having that. Yeah. So so Frogger's an interesting game that it, ha- it requires lots of patience and then immediate action mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta hurry up and then sometimes you just gotta sit there and yep. wait a while and you've got to maintain your focus on where you are because you need to look ahead to where you mm-hmm. need to be but as you glance up to look ahead you're moving to the side buddy yeah yeah especially in the river you know things can happen and you can just end up being in the wrong sp- yeah you're- you think that you're ready oh here it comes for my jump i've already moved so far to the left now and yeah 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 so it, it is interesting and i think on the cocktail cabinet we play on it's even further it's like further up the yeah, screen that's right. it's, yeah. it's way up there yeah yeah so do you think like the the frog bay is maybe like two frogs wide or a frog and a half wide it's, it's bigger than a frog itself right because it, when you jump in you turn into this totally different looking frog yeah, yeah it just changes <laughs> I, I don't know like why you, you balloon maybe yeah. mr what's his face from that book maybe he has a paragraph about how <laughs> how the frog increases in size when he gets home or something like he that. bloats up <laughs> When you're successful in getting the frog into a dock, you earn... No, it, you know, oh, and just... he calls them docks. Yeah, he calls them docks. Yeah. Everybody's got a different name for this. Yeah, so docks, slots, home. Yeah, home is definitely... You had one other one before we learned about docks. Lily pads? I was talking about the lily... <laughs> they should be lily pads. Yeah, it's like inverse. The bays? Bays, that's the The docking word. bays. The docking bays. <laughs> okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Yeah, it is inconsistent that you're essentially jumping into a water home, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, are crocodiles going to be mentioned more? Because I have some more... We can talk about crocodiles again, sure. Okay, well, it's interesting that the same evil character, the same uh, what, enemy... Yeah, who's waiting in your home base. It is, yeah, there's a crocodile... That's me being a crocodile. <laughs> it, it's a very... Just like the flies and the home frogger the frogger at home looks so different oh yeah the frogger in the a frogger that has successfully returned home home. he bloats up like we're talking about (laughs) and he turns monochrome uh does he maybe maybe he turns monochrome but at the end he winks Right? Do you notice that? <laughs> I don't know if I did notice that. Oh, yeah. That. Well, when we're playing next yeah. time, once yeah, you fill up all the frog game. bays and it plays that little tune, yeah. all the frogs in order kind of wink, wink, <laughs> wink all the way down. And I think they have little red winky eyes. <laughs> so it occurs to me that that's probably a byproduct of Frogger. When you're playing him, he's a hardware sprite. But when he's docked, he becomes a, a, a car- tiler a character, character yeah. which doesn't have as much color resolution, probably. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting with these crocodiles that there are two very different representations. Mm-hmm. There's the ones that are rolling by on on the screen, like the, yep. the log crocodiles. crocodiles. Yep. And then this very different crocodile that can show up in the home. Yeah. Now, if he can show up in your home to eat you, why can't he just do that anytime? Like just don't don't stand there. Just wait wherever you are off to the side until I jump in there. Yeah. And then nibble me. Yeah. 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 So like <laughs> some frog nibbles. More frog nibbles. Ni- frog nibbles. <laughs> what's, what's with nibbles in you today? I don't know. You just want to say nibbles. I, I guess so. That's kind of disturbing. 
So you must maneuver the frogs to their home base within the allotted time. 60 beats on the timer. Not 60 seconds, Yeah, 60 beats. I, I saw that beats word in here too. Yeah. With an A, of course. Yeah. 60 beats. Yes. Yeah. Laying the beats down. <laughs> laying the beats down. Laying, yeah. Well, laying the, oh, yeah. the, the Ukrainian beats, like the... The oh be- yes, beauty the and purple. the beats. That makes it much more clear. It was a it was a double pun. It my the, children are in the Ukrainian dancing, and every year they put on the extravaganza. Yeah, so they did this weird double pun. They, every year they put on this big play, this big show. Yeah, with dancing and music. Yeah, beauty and the beast. Yes, right. B e a s t. Yeah, turned into beauty and the beats. B e a T-S. Like the musical beats. The musical the beat, beats, but then yes. it turned into Beauty and the Beats, B-E-E-T-S. Because of all the Ukrainians Ukraine, eating their well, Ukrainians vegetables. Have, yeah, they had a vegetable garden in it, so. Nice. Yeah. Okay, why did I even say that? Sorry. I don't know. Let's okay. go play some more Frogger. Another two-player game of Frogger. Oh, you know what? No. Oh, never mind. What? You should go first? You know what? Jump backwards. Can you go? Yeah, you can. What? Okay, so I've been wondering this. Look at this! Yeah. Whoa! Because the emulator I was playing today to practice let me do that, and I was like, what? Well, maybe you had some online meme thing. Yeah, I I think it's legit. I wonder if somebody who has like a real Frogger PCB yeah. can try this. Yeah, so you can actually jump down into the timer area. Wow, you do it now. Isn't that weird? Here I am. I'm jumping around in the time down at the bottom. What happens if you try to jump off to the side? Can you do that? No. Well, hang on. Go down and up. You got 10 points for that. No, I got it for going up here. I got it for going up here. Where are you? Onto the road. Look at, look at, just look at me. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. on the road. See, and, 10? Yeah. That's why I got the 10. Okay. Yeah, I know. Because that... bonus 10. Yeah. 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 That was going to make the difference. I know. That's the 10 points. <laughs> All right. Let's kill ourselves and do this again. Okay. Okay. Now we're really going to play. This, this is, is it. game two. This is game two. Robin's got one. If he wins this, that's it. That's it. Where, where's the drama in that? Then you got to win, Darren. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking the dive. Nope. Chaps. There, see, she she chose you. Oh, fly! Nice. I wonder if I got him. You did. Did I? It says two hundred right on him. Yeah, but it says two hundred whenever you jump in. No. See? Oh, you're right. Why would it say two hundred every time? You get fifty points for jumping in. See, they're winking. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. speed method this time. He's taking all oh, the that can. was terrible. Yeah. Sometimes those cars speed up, eh? You gotta be careful. Yeah. Like in the middle of like a game. <laughs> I thought you meant between games. No, I'm not going for that lady frog. She's just too risky. 
that was a close one. Mmm. That's not, actually, that's not that bad for the end of. Oh, yeah, no, 8,000, that's good. Ah! Yep. You can tell this is serious burger action because we're not talking. Yeah, I know. This isn't compelling podcast talk because trying to be respectful of. Ah, oh, that was close. Yeah. Maybe it's a little more generous that direction. Oh, there, I got the red frog. Oh, yeah, there you go. Red, red outside, white inside. The, the red lady. And she's on you. Yeah, we haven't talked about the dynamic music. No, we haven't. How it... Just a bunch of short tunes that change up all the time. Yeah, they change up, I guess, always when you get home. Hmm. Ooh, getting that was getting the timer there. Yeah. So I'm behind you. Are you? After, yeah, you were at eight. Okay. I can't read these scores upside down. Oh, two oh. You had a great run there. Ooh, Mr. Frago. Oh, my fool. Wow. Oh. oh. I got so that, lucky. That was full of luck. You are full of luck. Thank you, thank you. Woo! Oh! I almost, I almost had it there. It was actually luck that I didn't really complete that jump. I forgot that those guys come in bigger group, those race cars. Yes. Is yeah. it like three or five of them by the... Yeah, it changes every level, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoops! <laughs> there you go. Oh, well done. Where's the drama? No drama. No drama. You know what? We should play another game. Yeah. We're writing down the scores anyway. See who can get the highest score. That might be the yeah. highest score. 98.60 for me. And 11.120 for Robin. Yeah. Robin wins. All right. We'll play one more time tonight. Sounds good. Take it away, Retro Rob. For the record, I'm pretty confident I've played every home version of Frogger, good and bad, save for one. The best one. But we'll come back to that later. For the Christmas of 1982, I got my first home edition of Frogger. And for what the Atari 2600 was capable of, it was incredible. Ditto for the amazing sequel, Frogger 2 3 Deep. My Uncle Jeff was frustratingly good at both of these. He was confined to a wheelchair since childhood, which means while he spent his summers rolling around town with friends and family, he would spend the winter as a shut-in honing his Atari skills. The man was unstoppable. Which reminds me of an important part of replaying old games. Retro gaming is as much about who you played the games with as what you played. My uncle passed away a few years ago now, but Frogger always brings back the memories. With any luck, there's an afterlife, and it has Atari. Maybe I can even get enough practice to wipe the floor with them. 
ColecoVision had an amazing version of Frogger, which I always thought seemed just like the arcade when I was 12. But looking back now, not so much. It was good though, and it's fun to play. I always thought the Intellivision's version was ugly and the controls were kludgy. But the award for worst version easily goes to the Atari 5200. Atari knew how floaty the analog joysticks on the 5200 were, so you had to press a fire button at the same time as moving the joystick to get the frog to jump. It was not good. There's been a whole lot of Frogger games that have come out over the years, but the best, the absolute best, is the Starpath Supercharger version of the game for the Atari 2600. If you don't know what the Starpath Supercharger is, well, it's an amazing device. It plugs into the Atari VCS, expanding the memory by a whopping 49 times, and adds the ability to load games from cassette. The game looked amazing on the Supercharger, and sadly all I can say is that it still looks amazing, because the only first-hand knowledge I have of it is as a demo thrown in on other Supercharger games. By 1984, the Supercharger had an official roster of 10 games. In 1984, I owned 9 of them, Frogger being the only Supercharger game I was never able to get my hands on. Its greatness still lives out of my mind, and though I have StarPath's ultimate accomplishment, multiple Atari VCS consoles, and both a CD and set of WAV files on my phone containing every single Supercharger game, plus unreleased ones, I refuse to play the single best version of Frogger ever made on anything short of the original cassette. Kicking it old school, if you will. As of today, the cost of this game is $169 on eBay without the original box. If you want a box set, it's going to set me back $350. I spent my money on worse though. On the day I finally pull the trigger, I'm going to plug in my vintage Sears Arcade 2, plug in the old supercharger, call my friends over and bask in the glory of the greatest version of Frogger ever made. At least it better be. Robin won the second match yes. of Frogger. So according to his rules, he wins. 203. That's, and I agreed to the rules. Well done, Mr. Harbin. Thank you very much. But we'll still play another game yeah. to see who can get the highest score for the night. Yeah, we're going to do that secondary challenge or yeah. something. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, that was a good score. You got like 11,000 Yeah, 120 something. or yeah, something. So that, so that was decent. That's a decent score. Yeah. We weren't nearly as chatty that game, were no, we? No, it was because we knew That was serious Roger It was. <laughs> so there you go. It can be a fun, compelling game. It can be. I don't think we were making good podcast material and while you know, we were playing that. But we did notice a few things. Oh, yeah. Before we talk about the things that we noticed in the, in the game that we just played that yeah. confirmed some of the stuff we were talking about, I was looking at one of these, um, on one of those websites, you know, how to win at video games websites. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody has written down a Frogger, Guide to Playing Frogger. And he has actually given some rankings, like when you're doing well at Frogger. And so, you know, you're just a little tadpole when you're getting uh, a few thousand points. Um, but I think once you get like four or five, six thousand points, somewhere in that area, I think he said, oh, you're turning into like a Kermit or something. I don't know <laughs> what it was. But what I was, what I have been aiming for and I haven't hit yet is 15,000. And that's according to this guy, you know, just, just making up yeah. some arbitrary stuff. That's bullfrog status. That's, so it's getting okay. That's getting pretty good. I would be, I would say, hey, if I'm getting bullfrog status in Frogger, I'm no world record holder, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a decent Frogger player. Yeah. When uh, I think I told you my score this, this afternoon, 
Mm-hmm. I got 14,600 in Very that nice. emulator. Yeah. Yeah. That was my best game to date. And my best game to date is just a shade over 13,000. Yeah. Yeah. So while we're talking about high scores and that kind of ranking, yeah. one thing that's interesting is Frogger, many video games, it's become traditional that 20,000 points is a big deal. Like yes. you get a free life. Yep. Uh, the Activision home games like Pitfall, you got yep. the patch if you got 20,000 points. Yeah. So, and and a lot of video games do award a free, I was going to say free frog. Yes, but uh, <laughs> a lot of video games give you a free frog. <laughs> but, but Frogger continues that tradition of 20,000 points. Yes. However, 20,000 points is a lot in Frogger. Now, it's more points than I can get in Frogger. Well, yeah, because like Galaxian, you get mm-hmm. a, free, a free ship. Well, and even Donkey Kong, you get your free guy, but... You get your free guy so early oh, yeah. in Donkey Kong. It's like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Galaga, Galaga. Frogger, 20,000 is a pretty big deal it to is. get that free, yep. that free frog. Yeah. yeah. So we noticed the size of the frog bay, the dock, the uh, lily pad, the home. Home. Yes. It really is, you know, it's, it's properly sized for the frog to fit in with a, a little, a few pixels on either side to get in. Yeah. So in, when we were talking about the precision required, I was saying, oh, well, there's, there's a good amount of space on either side, but it actually is more tight than I was. It's pretty imagining. tight. Yeah. And a couple times there, I was jumping Usually I jump too early. Yeah. You always anticipate that as I'm jumping, I'm going to be moving, eh? Yeah. 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 And so we're dying because we're jumping slightly too early. I jumped what I thought was too late a couple times, Mm -hmm. but I didn't die. Yeah. So that is a good tip for the, for the kids. Uh, We saw the invisible lady frog show up on your back. Yeah. The, the white and red lady frog. Yeah, that's right. So that, that was strange. Yep. Confirmed. Suddenly I'm red. And then you just blew my mind. How about that? Yeah. So when you start a game of Frogger, you're at before the road, below the road, you can jump backwards. You can jump down the screen into the black area that has the timer area. And you can jump all around in that off screen area. You know, off yeah. It's no it doesn't help you. It doesn't seem to do anything. Amazing. And I was very keen to see if you jumped forward again and got your 10 points. Yeah, but ooh, you don't. Can you get a free 10 points every every frog? Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. every uh, every time you're dropping somebody off in the yeah, base. So, so to talk about, can we talk about scoring? Yeah. Because now that's that's important. Yes. How, how do you get points in this game? And there are some curious things. Okay, so the instructions say you get 10 points every time you jump forward. Yes. Okay. However... That's, it's not entirely true. Yeah. So you get the 10 points every time you advance. Can we say advance a rank up the screen? Mm-hmm. But you can't cheat by jumping backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and back and forwards and forwards. That's so right. So it's not every time you jump forward, but every time you push your furthest distance up the screen, a lane or okay. whatever. So that is closer to the truth, okay. but that is not the whole truth. Okay. You don't get 10 points. When you jump onto the center oh, area. the median, yeah. You don't get 10 points you for that. You only get 10 points jumping into traffic. Yep. But not out of traffic. And I presumably you get 10 points jumping onto turtle or log yep. row. That's but right. But not into the frog home. Yeah, you don't get 10 points jumping into the frog home. You get 50 points. Yes. But you don't get six. You don't get 10 plus 50. You get 
40 bonus points. You could get 10 plus 40 <laughs> bonus points. You can look at whatever way you want. Yeah. Yeah. But I found it bizarre that you don't get, when you jump into that median or whatever you want to call it, the wall before the river. Yeah. You don't get 10 points for that. Yeah. And I find that weird that you don't because. Especially for, when the snake's there. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. But because there is danger there. Yeah. The snake can show up there. Yeah. But I think the programmers like the symmetry of there being five plus five, 10. Yeah. 10 times 10, 100 points. 100 points they, plus your 50 point bonus. Yeah. 150 times five frogs yeah, is, is 750. And then a thousand point bonus. Thousand point bonus. So that's right. The bare minimum, every level of Frogger, you get 1750. Yep. Uh, 1750. And then you get the timer bonus. Yes. Which can range from, you know, zero or 10 points, I guess, yep. at the minimum, because you get 10 times the number of beats. Beats that are left on the that timer. That are left on yep. the timer, yeah. Yep. And I find that, at least in the beginning levels, if you just race up, you can get. 50, 50 beats left on the timer yeah. if you just race through up. So if you're getting 49.50, that's a good amount of bonus. Yeah. If you're taking the time to wait to get the lady frog, you have to be able to look at the board and see, okay, what's the grouping of logs as I'm heading up now? If I need to wait for this yeah. like a long time, it's probably more worth my while just to race up and get the bonus beat times rather than waiting... 20 beats on the timer is that yeah. is that how much it would that's work right out? it would be 20 yeah. seconds yeah to 20 get beats. the yes. 20 or 200 bonus points from waiting grabbing the lady frog and going home that's right and if you're hanging around for example hoping a fly will show up mm-hmm. and you're up at the top that's another yeah. gamble you can take yeah am i going to spend five seconds yeah sorry five beats five beats to lose 50 points but gain 200 is it yeah. going to work out it's a gamble yeah so we've decided that about 4,000 points per mm-hmm. level yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. If I'm at 3,900, it's like, okay, that's not bad, but I like to see 4,000. Yeah. I like that four at the beginning of my and, score. And this last game, you were ahead of me because you were over 8,000 after level two. Yeah. And I was under, I was up yeah. 79 or yeah. 7,800. Yeah. I had, I had a good run there for a yeah. bit and then splat. If I have two complaints about this game, I already mentioned how the fly... The bonus fly thing seems too random, mm-hmm. like that you don't have a control over whether yeah. you have very little control over whether you get the fly or not. The other thing I don't like about it is as the game advances, you get no extra points, but you do get slowed down a lot. Yeah, the difficulty ramps up. And there's no reward in points yeah. to correspond with that. You're wasting more time trying to get through the difficult the increasingly difficult level. Yeah. You get less bonus points. Yes. It's hard to keep that judgment of 4,000 points, yeah. I did good. 8,000 points on the second level, you're actually doing better probably. Yeah, you yeah. are. When you're at level five, you're earning much more like 3,000 per mm-hmm. level or even 2,000 and something per level. Yeah. I find that unbalanced as well, that that your score should, your progress in the game would slow down. I sort of think that they should you're be giving... asymptotically approaching... Yeah. <laughs> Some maximum score. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I I think there should be something on higher levels, such as giving 15 points per step for like, yeah, there should be something to push it up a little bit more. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's I guess, a minor complaint, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem quite right or as compelling as it should be. Something I hadn't mentioned about Frogger that I was thinking about 
is that for its time, there weren't a lot of games that were as dynamic, especially pixel-based games. Like mm-hmm. some of the vector-based games had a lot of things moving. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. A- yeah Asteroids and uh, Tempest and all that. Yeah, they had tons of stuff moving. Yeah. But, but like that- when you think of Pac-Man... Well, you've got yeah. your four ghosts and Pac-Man. Yeah. When you think of Donkey Kong, it's a static screen. Yes. And you're running, and yeah, the barrels are rolling down. Yeah. But in Frogger... Almost everything is moving, right? Like yeah. every every line, every row has moving stuff, multiple moving objects. Mm-hmm. So everything is... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a lot of moving objects. And I think that may have even been a, a technical revolution hmm. at that time that there are very few arcade games moving that much stuff at once. Yeah, that's a great yeah. observation. Let's transition into the part of the podcast where we talk about playing Frogger as kids in the 80s. <laughs> Do you remember ever playing Frogger in the arcades? I definitely remember, I think, figuring out, like, for example, that the Turtles Dive yeah. was a real revelation, an expensive revelation yes. that wasted quarters. Yeah. Oh, it just doesn't randomly yeah. happen. It's like, why I, did I die? I, I can predict this somehow. Yeah. 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 It just seemed like a random death the first time I encountered it. And mm-hmm. then later it started making more sense. Okay. This color change. This is a warning. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get off this turtle. The, this turtle is changing size. It is not wise. <laughs> yes, to... <laughs> that's right. Well, by the time the turtle changes size, it's too late oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 My memories of playing Frogger are actually in Duluth. I can't picture a Frogger in Thunder Bay that I played. But I definitely remember every summer, Dad and his, uh, his softball team uh, would head down to Duluth, Minnesota, and there'd be this big softball tournament, and we'd all go down there. And they played at this place called Buffalo House, and there's a, it was like a big campground, and there was, oh, it was actually really cool. There was like the baseball diamonds, and there's like these uh, motocross courses, and there's always like these <laughs> motocross type, doing the jumps and the whoop doos and stuff. And they had this really cool arcade area in, I don't know if it wasn't called the clubhouse. It was almost like a ranchy type thing, you know, like, you know, Buffalo ranchy. House. Ranchy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Buffalo House. <laughs> you know, Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Ranch. That kind of Buffalo Ranch. Like a Western kind of thing. Right? Okay. And it was one of these places that had, do you remember those like shooting galleries? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, and I don't know how they did it, if it was like some sort of light sensor or something, whatever. It had one of those things where you, you, you'd have this gun that was tethered to something and you'd shoot things and cans would move around and stuff you weren't actually shooting stuff no but but anyway they had video games there and i i played frogger there and i remember and like i can remember like the wood grain on the cabinet and thinking oh this is cheap there's no side art on it and i remember it facing south i don't know why we've talked about this (laughs) in the past yeah but i have like this directional part of my brain that yeah. positions arcade games and other things yeah yeah and so yeah it's yeah, kind it, of facing it, south <laughs> towards the window in the buffalo house yeah. ranch of, of course for darren it doesn't work when we're lost in the woods together <laughs> he has no idea what direction we're going but his his internal compass can totally tell you the orientation of the frogger cabinet well you know trees are all the same <laughs> <laughs> How does that affect your your compass though? Well, your internal compass? I don't know. I don't think I have a lot of strong memories of Frogger. Like it mm. was a game that I just came back to every so often. Yep. I would play when it was there. Yeah. Fair bit of playing the home versions. Well, and that's um, where I want to go to next. 
This is the new Frogger Home video game. Ribbit. It's just like the arcade game. Very lifelike. Ribbit. See, you have to hop Frogger past these cars and trucks. Ha, missed. Ribbit. Past the snakes, onto the logs, oh, and the alligators in the river. Ribbit, ribbit. And back home to his lily pad. Phew. Frogger is absolutely riveting. The new Frogger Home video game. Bring it back to your pad. I played a lot of Atari 2600 Frogger in my day. My buddy John had Frogger, and it seemed like whenever we were over at John's house, we were playing some Frogger. Huh. Yeah. So lots of fun doing that. And um, you have lent me an Atari 2600. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, quite a, a few weeks ago, I asked you to, to bring over to, to get me that Frogger cartridge. So I've played it a number of times, and I've got my boys to play it. And it's a, it's a pretty good port of the game. Like, the game itself is simple enough that it translates well onto machines of slightly lesser capabilities. Yeah. And so it was easy, if not to make a great graphical port of Frogger for the Atari 2600, a great playable port Yeah, of all Frogger. the functionality, they yeah. got, got it mostly really in there. Really good. Now, I don't know if, it was, if it's just the nice joysticks that I'm using with the 2600, but it seems to play crisper, and it seemed to be a little bit more responsive yeah. than the arcade version. Yeah, well, I, I think that, that's part of what I'm talking about. I lent Darren some uh, Suncom slick stick joy uh, yeah there's a slick stick and attack oh, two yeah or actually it's the starfighter isn't it oh yeah that is the starfighter yeah the tac two's got a, a big bulb on the top all those joysticks have very short throw mm -hmm. on them and that's what i'm used to when playing these games and that yep. that's exactly the opposite of your, your yeah. cocktail cabinet yeah i found that actually getting the frogger home was even less forgiving on the atari 2600 uh. than it is in the arcade yeah very well maybe yeah yeah there's if there's there's less pixels to play with and yeah i guess so it, eh? uh, you know that might be all the difference frogger on the atari 2600 has a few more options that's one of the nice things about playing on the yes. atari is you get to you've got your game select switch and this is me using my little <laughs> finger yeah to, to select things but it's, strangely it's not his little finger it's his it's, it's his my next to little finger it's your ring finger yeah it's the finger that really doesn't get to do much you know you've got your thumb you've got your pointer you've got your baby finger you've got your middle finger well this finger you can wear your wedding ring and you can select the mode of game <laughs> so a couple neat things that frogger does yeah. speedy frogger Yes. Where you don't have to return the joystick to the center position to hop again. So you can just hold it in one direction oh. and Frogger just keeps on motoring. Wow. Which is basically extra death Frogger. Yeah. Yeah. It's more hard to control Frogger. Yeah. yeah quicker to your grave and drowning and splatting <laughs> on the trucks Frogger. But probably if you get really skilled with it, it's an advantage. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like for getting through quick. Yeah, exactly. Or bonus points. And the other really cool thing is I'm sitting on this log. It's yeah. going off the side of the screen. It's coming back on the other side of the screen. And there I am. It's the wraparound yeah, universe wrap frogger. Around. Yeah, yeah. Which somehow lady frogs always have that privilege, don't they? Well, kind of. Like they always show up on that left-hand yeah. side and they go off. And then they do reappear. But they don't always reappear. Do they always? Yeah, I guess they do. I, I guess I wouldn't know if they always reappear, but I yeah. certainly have seen that yeah. wraparound privilege and you know what, to them. when I play Frogger and I'm looking for the lady frog to come up, often she won't be going off the side of the screen because I've already picked her up or she hasn't come into play yet. 
But what I do is as I'm coming along and I've kind of got it into my head where, okay, I know she's coming on this third log of this group. I look over to the right hand side of the screen. And just as that log is going off, Lady Frog shows up. And you can just see a little bit of her as ah, she goes off the side. She spawns a bit early. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, yeah, she's definitely coming through here. I don't know what I think about taking these winning strategies from you there, Darren. Like if they're if they're worth all that much. Oh, maybe they're not. So how's that working out for you? I'm not saying it was a winning strategy. <laughs> I'm just saying this is something that I look for. Maybe I should keep my eyes on the frog. Maybe you should. <laughs> Yeah, and the Atari's intro, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Not only is there that select, I'm glad to see you using the proper finger to yeah, select. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gesturing it, Darren. Now, but there are two difficulty switches on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah, those difficulty switches sometimes in some games enable quite different variations mm-hmm. on the gameplay as well. Yeah, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. For example, Freeway. Uh, Brian's Man Cave did a video yeah. on Freeway recently. I have, did free, you... I have Freeway on, on my oh, notes right here. Okay, yeah. okay. And so a lot of people were saying, this is just like a really stupid frogger. But it's not. It's it's not. It's a different game. It's a different game. It, like when I, okay, I have it down in my home versions of Frogger as a, well, so what do you think, Robin? Is Freeway a home, is it a, an unlicensed version of Frogger? <laughs> is it the Activision ripoff? Well, no. No, of course it isn't. I think it started off maybe as a tech demo mm-hmm. to try to show how Frogger could be so much better on the 2600. Okay. Or maybe a programmer's thinking. Because yeah. there's this idea of a single line kernel. This is getting technical. Okay. The Atari 2600, every game has a thing called a kernel, mm-hmm. which is, well, some operating systems have kernels. On the Atari 2600, it's the core program that generates the picture on the screen. And it's really tied together on the Atari. Mm-hmm. You've got this hardware, but you don't have general purpose bitmaps, tiles, yeah. Yeah. sprites. You have a mix of different objects available, and it's up to the program to decide what use of those objects the game is going to make. And that's mm-hmm. typically called a kernel. A lot of Atari 2600 games have kernels that only update every second scan line. Okay. They display exactly the same thing on every pair of scan lines, and then they change every, you know, every second one instead. But Freeway has a single scan line one. And that, what, what it means is it's double the resolution. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a very high resolution picture at the Atari 2600 level. Yeah. So I think that's what mainly was, was a demo of that. You'll notice that the chicken can't move left or right. No, it's yeah. just straight up. Yeah. And I think that's primarily a technical constraint that they could not get both sprites. One had to be on the left, one had to be on the yeah. right. They couldn't cross. Sure. And the reason I brought it up was because of this difficulty switch thing on the Atari 2600. Do you know what it does in Freeway? I don't know what it does. On the A mode, yeah. which means advanced... Typically, okay, yeah. more diff. This is how you remember yeah. it. Okay. Advanced difficulty A is actually the difficult one. When the chicken gets hit, yeah, it gets kicked all the way back to the curb. Okay. But in B, beginner. Oh, beginner. Yes. Difficulty, you just get kicked back one lane. Ah. And so it's an interesting handicap if you're playing. That's selectable per player. Yes, that's right. So you can have play against the boys versus the men yes yeah absolutely and so freeway in another way that it's actually different than frogger is it's a 
how many times can you cross the road in a given period of time? Yeah. So it's it's more of a race game too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no water. No, there's no water. Yeah. The similarities, there's traffic and there's an animal crossing the road in the traffic. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's like, let's just focus on the freeway part, on the on the road part of Frogger. Yeah. And get rid of the whole home concept. Yeah. And no lady chickens. Did you ever play Frogger on your Commodore 64? I think I did a bit. Yeah. I think I had a lot of other games I'd rather play than Frogger on the C64. Me too. Yeah. Um, I, I looked at a video of it just this past week to remind myself yeah, was of that it. Sierra made the Frogger port? It may have. I don't remember. I just, I just wrote down, you know, there's lots of music. It seems like there's lots of opportunities to get a high score on Commodore 64 Frogger. It, oh. it looked like it was a lot easier to get the lady frogs and the flies stay around for a lot longer time. And it seemed like the river was just jam-packed with things, so there was just lots more opportunity to, to get across and maneuver around in the river. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure we might have played clones of Frogger on the 64 as well. Mm-hmm. The C64, coming out in 1982, it was a real copyright wild west for a little while yeah where home programmers would clone an arcade game and sell it on the c64 and other computers of the time but i think it really happened on the 64 where we'd be playing games like the arcade but they weren't licensed and they they would vary we had games like phoenix and we had um Various kind of Pac-Man clones yeah. and so on. But I'm, I'm sure you know, Bump and Jump clones, which oh, were yeah. like Burning Rubber, I yeah, think. That's and, right. yeah. yeah, And so a whole bunch of those arcade games had ports, <laughs> unofficial copies, copies, ripoffs. Yeah, ripoffs. Of course, they actually did program it themselves. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. that they stole the idea. the idea. Yeah. And so I think Frogger was one of those. Froggy or something, you know, they yeah, name it. That's yeah, that's right. Another home port that I took a look at, I think that you might have this at home, but I I doubt that you fired it up. On the Atari 2600, there was a cassette interface kind of thing that came up towards the end. Was it called the Star Path? That's right. The Supercharger. The Star Path. Star Path Supercharger. And I think it was called the Arcadia Supercharger for a little while, too. Okay. It was a Atari 2600 cartridge, but it was supersized. And it had a eighth inch jack hanging off of it, like a mm-hmm. cord. Like a headphone jack. A headphone jack. jack yep. Run out of the cartridge that you plug into your cassette deck at home, and then they would sell you games on cassette. Yeah. And this had two, well, it had disadvantages that you had to load your games, mm-hmm. and that was slow. Yeah. But the advantage was that they could sell the cassettes a bit cheaper mm-hmm. than cartridges because they're cheaper in manufacture. And that supercharger cartridge had six kilobytes of ram Mm -hmm. in it a normal atari 2600 only has 128 bytes okay of ram bytes of ram yes this had six kilobytes 6000 etc 6024 6144 bytes of ram what that meant is that you could write a kernel 
uh, a game kernel I was mentioning earlier that would dynamically change itself because of the RAM. Instead of all the games having to run from ROM, which mm -hmm. is fixed, the game could rewrite itself. And this opened up a lot of new possibilities yeah. in advanced kernel development. You could have fancier graphics. Yes. And yeah, you could you could do a lot more. Yeah. I don't know exactly how many games were made. I think I own six or eight different tapes myself. Oh, well, you might them. have a, a good-sized collection of them then. Yeah. From what I was reading and, and listening to about, yeah. I bought the Supercharger. They were cheap for a while. There was all kinds of surplus ones in the, in the 90s. Yeah. And I bought them for, I don't know, only 20, 30 bucks or whatever. I think I bought two. Oh, yeah. Complete in box, brand new, because yeah. there was thousands of them surplus. I bought it, though, not because there's interest in the games, but because that in the 90s was a way of doing Atari 2600 development at home. Oh, sure. People might forget that in the 90s, we didn't have good emulators yet. So the best way of doing game development and testing accurately was on a real Atari 2600. So what this guy, Bob Colbert, or maybe Bob Col Colbert, mm -hmm. figured out the tape format of the supercharger and wrote a program so you could convert a Atari 2600 binary that you had compiled on your computer yeah. or a ROM you had downloaded, mm -hmm. convert it into a WAV file that was the cassette format, the yep. audio format, play it out your PC into the Atari 2600 and you could, you had your own development kit. Right on. Suddenly your games were right on there. And I ported that to the Commodore 64. Oh yeah. So I could actually code on my C64 yeah. and send it over to my Atari yeah. 2600 for testing. So I coded like a little half a game and this score demo and blah, wow. blah, blah. Yeah. Really neat. It was, it was kind of fun. There's a version of Frogger yeah. uh, for the star path supercharger yeah. arcadia system and when i was looking at videos on youtube of it i was thinking this is some really nice atari graphics yeah 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 so yeah it's all having ram instead of rom can be amazing my whole life has changed since the award-winning frogger home video game became so popular frankly i'm swamped by admirers so to get away from it all i reach for frogger it's a challenge, Ribbit, because the better you are, Ribbit, Ribbit, the harder Frogger is to play. Oops. Ladies first. Hmm. Do they love me or my Frogger? Should we give a nod to Crossy Road? Oh, sure. Nod. Yeah. <laughs> Crossy Road still is. It certainly was a, a popular mobile yeah. iPhone and presumably Android. Yeah. And presumably inspired by Frogger. Yeah, sure. Sure seems like it. Yep. I liked some myself some Crossy Road a few years back, and I like myself some Frogger now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice nod. There were two things about the game that we didn't get talking about okay. yet. While we were playing game number two, I commented on the music. Yeah. And, and we haven't actually discussed the music at all. There are little ditties, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there's a bunch of, of short tunes. Yeah, and a lot jingles. of jingles. Jingles, and they're kind of stolen from the public domain, are they? Yeah, well, like, they're not really stolen, but like Yankee Doodle type things. Yeah. It sounds like. But what's interesting about it is 
at certain points in the game, it seems like when you go home, mm-hmm. when you get a frog home, the tune will change. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same song repeating over and over again. Yeah. So it has a little bit of a dynamic element yeah. where what the player does affects the music. Yeah. Well, and it's neat that there are tunes playing in the game. Like think of Donkey Kong. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 mm-hmm. do, do, Just that thing going on over and over again. Yes. And in Pac-Man, it's just a waka, 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 waka. Yeah. Or the thump, 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 thump of asteroids or something like this. Frogger's great. It's playing music all the time. And as we learned, it has a dedicated Z80. That's right. Working away on that. That's its job. As we learned. <laughs> as we learned. And the one other thing is the, I don't think we really talked about the five home positions. Okay. We didn't talk about how the leftmost one is mm. so difficult to get into. Yeah, of course. The one on the left is difficult because the logs are always going left to right. On that on that last on that, thing. On that top row. But in order to get onto that log, yeah. it's like I've got to either do two real quick super jumps into that hole. Yeah. Or... See how far to the side of the screen, off the screen I can go. Hope I don't die. Hope the log comes in, jump on the yeah, log. Yeah, you're waiting for the log. Right? Yeah, you're yeah. waiting for that log to show up. So it is an interesting choice. Are you going to try and get that over with early mm-hmm. in the game? Or I think the best strategy is to always be kind of thinking about getting over there. But when a, a good opportunity doesn't present itself, well, then don't stress over it on your first yeah. two frogs. But don't leave it to the last one. I've changed my strategy in the last few days. And as I've been playing tonight, um, I've just been going as fast as I can and usually taking the second to right frog bay on my first go. Yeah. And then, yeah, just doing that, just filling up that left one when it feels like a good time to do it. Yeah. When I was playing and getting my high scores, I was always doing filling it left to right. Yeah. Yeah. Just get it over with. And yeah, just kind of, that was the zone that I was in yeah. and it was working for me. So when you said you changed your strategy, I was expecting that to mean, oh, I've got better strategy now. No. Well, but yeah. But not necessarily, eh? The strategy of get that left bay filled as quick as possible, as opposed to just racing up the screen as fast as I can to get yeah. the bonus beats. Yeah. On I, the Atari 2600, mm-hmm. there's even less of an opportunity because... On the arcade, there's the bay, and there's just that little bit of land to the left of it. There's not much space, but there's a little bit of space. On the Atari 2600, there's your bay, and then there's nothing to the left of that. (laughs) So you got to be right uh, immediately on the left, on the far left. I think so, yeah. you got to be ready to jump in that frog hole right away. Yeah. Oh, have we called them frog holes yet? Frog holes. There's yet another name for them. Okay, so we're going to play that third game. Let's play that third this is, game. This is one is strictly for the highest score. Trying to beat my current 11,000. 120. 120. I'll do my best. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to play on this side, and you can get another great score, and it, it won't have anything to do with the sides that we've been playing on. <laughs> do you want to swap? No, no, that's fine. Okay, okay. I'm happy to play on this side. Okay. You're the guest. I got Han Solo, or the Solo movie for my birthday. Yes, oh, right? nice. So, you see the little lady frog? Waiting for the lady. Did she appear there? She did. Should have got that free fly. Yep. Well, there. She chose you. I choo choo choose you. 4,010. Doing well. That's good. Yep. Good start. 
This is like the Russian music, eh? Yeah. Tetris. Yeah. Oh, there's that ladyfrog. I'm gonna go back here, because mm. for some reason I want that. I yeah. feel that that's the place to be, Hagrid. Okay. Has anybody ever called you Hagrid? No. You're kind of a Hagridy kind of guy. Am I? Yeah, big hairy guy. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever has called me Hagrid. Yeah, you're you're Hagrid-esque. That could be a thing for you. That could be your... I guess so. Yeah. That was oh. a lot of jogging around there. Oh, well, you know what? I got there. Yeah, you did. Wow, through the first two levels, Darren's going for the, the big win now. Snakes are leaving me alone. Need to jump on the otter's back there. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Oh. oh! Fly time. I don't like you looking like that. What's he looking at? Who are you talking to? You. What do you mean? Just like yeah. cross my arms? Yeah. I'm staying back. I'm being respectful. Oh yeah, no. You're just kind of leaning in. It's like, what's he looking at? Stop talking to me. <laughs> I'm leaning a bit so my perspective doesn't shift too much. Oh, see, this is my good. turn. Very solid game so far. Otter's back. <laughs> That's what the operator's manual says. Yeah. Oh, took a long time to get nothing. I got it. I know, six seconds, but what'd you get anyway? Nothing. Come on, I need a big log. <laughs> oh, I got the mystery lady frog. Yeah. Check it out. Through three levels, no dies. Well, I might question some of the approach. I can't question the results. That sounds like Ted DiBiase million yeah. dollar yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> I should get bonus for landing on frogmouth or frog <laughs> alligator you can mouth. You call it alligators frogs. Alligator frogmouth. I can call what I want when I'm playing this great. Yeah. Oh! oh! Strange, unnecessary double jump. I'm a hundred points away from your best score. Man, I'm gonna to have to totally pick it up here. You will. You'll do great. No. Yeah. Good job. Well done. 3920 though under four. Nice. Great game. This is high stakes Frogger. This is where it's at. Uh oh. Boy, we haven't mentioned the Pac Man sound. Yeah. For the snake. Yeah. I meant to say that earlier. Oh. Oh, that was dumb. Oh, and the, your death wrapped around, though. Oh. Oh, no. my ticket to beating you. <laughs> I lost it. Ooh. Pac-Man. Ooh, those guys kicked in high gear. Yeah, they sometimes do that. Tetris. Mm-hmm.
I was already yelling, Yahoo! <laughs> Wahoo! <laughs> oh! Hooray! <laughs> So I think you got the highest score overall I think I by, did. by like by, 100 points. Yeah. Yeah. 11.240 and 11.080. Oh, I was 30 points short of... So yeah, you beat me by 130 points for the best score. Oh. Yeah, and that felt like one of those kind of weird deaths where it's like, I thought I cleared that car or whatever. Yeah. It makes me wonder, I think some of these guys aren't sprites. In fact, maybe even Frogger isn't a sprite, a hardware sprite. Mm-hmm. And especially the cars and everything. They might be yeah. like scrolling characters or whatever. And it might mean that the collisions are can be off by up to seven pixels or yeah. whatever. Like a, a And I've often wondered if the collision detection was if it wasn't like a sprite to sprite or sprite to character collision, but it knew where the positions were. Yeah. And as you jump, it checks ahead at that point. And even though you might jump into a space that becomes open, it had checked when you made that jump. Yeah. And then it says, no, no, it wasn't a good spot when you jumped, so you're dead. Yeah, or because it, it's a it's a strange mix of grid-based mm -hmm. gameplay, but with everything moving, that throws it off. Like for example, slides. Yeah, for yeah. example, you can jump next to the lady frog and you don't connect, but you can't jump onto her because you would jump off the log. Yeah, that's so right. So she has you to have jump onto her. Yeah, you have to wait for her. Let's enter the results officially into the podcast. Yes. Congratulations, Darren. Despite losing the first two games. And losing the competition. The competition. I did get the highest score of the night. You did. By, like, that much. It was extremely close. So I was only 30 points shy of my best game of the night. Yes. But you leapt ahead with another 100 points. 120 points. 120 points. Yep. Wow. So there you go. I, I finally feel like I got a respectable score for yeah. the night. Yep. Yeah, that's that a good score. So I was telling you yeah. that I have another keen Frogger memory from my childhood. Another home port as you might say, yes, that I had a Frogger. What year, what grade would it have been? Maybe like grade four or something like that. Okay. The thing to have was the video game on the watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robin had the Pac-Man watch. Yeah. It's a great game yeah. to have on your watch. I got the Frogger watch. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So both would have the same four-way layout. Yeah. There's four, four buttons, buttons at the bottom of the watch. Yeah. These are pretty big watches. Yeah. Probably like, I want to almost say two inches square. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but an inch and a half, like approaching two inches square, I think. Yep. Most of it was the screen, but right at the bottom was four, not quite a D-pad, but four Yeah, something buttons. like that. Yeah. yeah. And I had a Frogger watch. Now, didn't one of the Pac-Man watches actually have a little joystick? Yeah. They, but not the one that you had. Yeah, I I got the four-button version, and then they did do, I think it was even the same co company, mm -hmm. Nelsonic. Nelsonic. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Nelsonic, uh, who did release a joystick version later for Pac-Man. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I never did get that one. I like the Frogger watch. When I was looking at videos of it, I was thinking, man, that is one happy little frog jumping across the road and jumping across the river. The Nelsonic Frogger watch just had two lanes of traffic and yeah. two lanes in the river, logs and turtles. And turtles, yeah. Yeah. And just three frog bays up at the top. But hey, this is a wristwatch from the 1980s. Yeah, and they they really did scale everything down. In fact, that almost sounds like they lost less of Frogger. Like the Pac-Man watch Mm -hmm. had an extremely simplified maze. Yeah, like how big would that maze have been? I'm just guessing like nine by seven units or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, fixed maze, and you could eat. Pac-Man always faced the same direction. Oh, yeah, that's right. He would back up. Yeah, he would back up. He was always facing, I think, always facing left. And and he could only eat by moving in the direction. Oh, really? Yeah. So like you'd if, have to back over a dot maybe and then go forward <laughs> yes, again to eat yeah, it? I, I believe so. That's funny. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, on the Frogger watch, uh, as you were talking about earlier, these watches had the up and down and left and right buttons. Left and right on the Frogger watch was basically only good for when you're on like the the medians in between the lanes of traffic and like between the traffic and the river or at the very beginning. Because it was such a condensed version of the game and it was very discreet. Think of like the vacuum fluorescent display Display. games. This is basically that kind of thing on a watch, right? So yeah. Well, these were LCD, of course, but it's the same thing where you can't have any overlapping elements. You just light them up. Flow that liquid crystal Flow that liquid, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, the idea being that left and right is good, but not when you're in traffic because there's basically a space. So jump into that space and then jump out of that space. Yeah. The way that the the game on the watch worked, you're not jumping back and forth in traffic. There's just no yeah. spaces for now, you. How would the log work? With the turtles and the logs, I think that there was a couple spaces as well. So that maybe you could actually hop back and forth on the turtles and the log. Yeah. How could you tell that there was a log? Because the frog has to be on the log. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a total top-down thing. It was kind of like everything is facing you like yeah. it would be in not in plan but in elevation view oh but of course you're going receding to the distance take a look at at the video yeah. to oh, see well, what we should I mean. watch the video so okay we'll, like we'll the put frog, that in the, the show notes the log comes along and the frog is sitting on top of the on log top of the frog yeah on, on top t- of the log yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's a very happy frog it was a good game had a good little tune <laughs> and even snaky came along on the second screen too so yeah. there's a little snaky there so wow. yeah my little frogger watch yeah what happened to that I don't know. Sold it in the yard sale? Yeah, probably. That's eh? what I did with most yeah, of my stuff. Yeah, you sold a lot of stuff. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I have almost all my... I have my broken Pac-Man watch. Do you really? Yeah, it, it died. And then in the early days of eBay, I actually bought another one that worked at the mm-hmm. time, uh, back before prices got ridiculous on these things. Now they're worth hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah? All those watches. Oh, yeah. wow. If they were. Robin. Yes. For next show. Yeah. When are we going to talk about Space Lego? Well, we keep putting that off, don't we? Shall we do it? Darren, did you even have any Space Lego? I did have Space Lego. I have memories of Space Lego that I'm excited to share with you. Good. Yeah. And because we always like to do video game or computery type content with each podcast episode even if we have to fake it by saying this is part two of another episode (laughs) why don't you pick something computery or video gamey to 
complement Space Lego. So along with Space Lego, Darren and I will each choose mm -hmm. three favorite space-related video games ah. from the 80s. Could be computers, yep. console, arcade, whatever you like. Sounds good. Where can people find us? On Twitters. Darren is Darren the Folds, and I am Bedford Level Experiment, Bedford LVL EXP. Thanks again to Retro Rob for contributions to tonight's show. You can find Retro Rob on Twitter at Retro Rob. That first O is actually a zero. Retro Zero Rob. Please consider subscribing if you do so on iTunes or the Google Plays or one of the other podcast aggregating websites or apps that somehow manage to get all podcasts. Do it. And if you're so inclined, we would really appreciate a positive review. If you can review on your podcast thing of choice. You can check us out on our website, thecouch.website, where you'll find all the episodes we've recorded with extensive sometimes show notes, Darren. Yeah. So I've I've spent hours sometimes compiling that list of show notes. Do you really want Robin to put all that work in for nothing? No, you don't. Yeah. Go to the website, check out the show notes. Lots of good YouTube links and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll even put up some video of our Frogger action. Wow. I don't know if that will be compelling or not, but we might do it. So, for Robin Harbin, I'm Darren Folds. Good night. Good night. You're not Darren Folds. <laughs> I'm Darren Folds. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Tales of the Green Forest? Yeah. You remember Sticky the Frog? Sticky the there, Frog. There's a frog named Sticky the Frog. And in one episode, there was one of those birds that... It was one of those mimic birds. Oh, the ones. Well, in, in this case, he kept on saying, I'm Sticky. <laughs> And Sticky the Frog just had a fit. He's, I'm Sticky. No, I'm Sticky. I'm Sticky. I'm Sticky. I'm Sticky. No, you're not. I'm Sticky. Tales of the Green Forest. Yeah. Grown up 80s. Frogs. Frogere. Frogere. <laughs>